Welcome to episode number four, five, four, four of the illiterate and irrelevant, no, irrelevant and illiterate <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the only reason I remember is because I've typed it a million times. Yeah, I should quit being such a hacky piece of shit and remember that crap, but I'm not smart, man. So, um, what's been good, man? Lots of stuff. What do you got, dude? Let's see. I've been writing shit down all this time, waiting <laughs> to just goof on it. Oh. It's like, it's not like a manifesto, is it? No. Did you... This is old news by now, but did you hear about the people who are cheating in fishing? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did... I don't know a whole lot about it. I know some people were, like, shoving uh, sinkers into the fish to get the weight up. Mm-hmm. They were shoving one ounce sinkers and I think they were fishing for walleye and they were shoving in like walleye fillets into the fish too, to make them cooked, cooked or uncooked. Uncooked. The funny if it was cooked. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I just caught the world's most convenient walleye. <laughs> and then they had to stream to table <laughs> rather than like, and they wouldn't even have to smuggle it in. They could just bring it in their lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> oop, oop. Like, like I get cheating in some sports, and I use sports loosely when I talk about <laughs> fishing. fucking fishing. But uh, what kind of prize were they looking at? So for that the, for they that, had to do all this horseshit for that particular tournament, it was thirty thousand dollars for what one day's work. <laughs> so, but yeah, but what's the penalty? Oh, you can't fish competitively ever again. I think so. I was like, good thing I have that job at National Tire and Battery. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, fucking Christ. If you can't trust an angler, who, who can you trust? <laughs> <laughs> a bad day fishing oh, beats a good day working. Jesus. Apparently not. <laughs> Oh. They they faced a, a misdemeanor count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, a charge related to the raw fish fillets they allegedly had on their boat. So it's illegal to have raw fish fillets on your boat? Who somehow. knew? That's, that's, somehow. That's like some Joe Exotic illegal pet trade shit? Well, I wonder if it's like, I wonder if you can just buy raw walleye. Of course the, you can. They're fishing for walleye, can you? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you can buy raw any type of fish there is. Perhaps. Well, the grand jury indicted him. <laughs> charges and in, charges were fifth degree, fifth degree felonies. Not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not even four. Fifth degree. Who do you think was madder? The the judge when he opened up these fish and saw sinkers <laughs> and fillets in, or the people that got picked for that grand jury. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody hates jury duty like no one likes it dude i only got picked or i got i i got summoned for jury once and i was praying the whole time oh, do I, not pick me. i get called every two years god the only time i missed me was the covid years but uh like when you get into that main jury selection room the first room you go in when you get there they give you like a questionnaire and you can kind of just by reading the questionnaire figure out what your case is going to be one's like do you know anybody who's ever gotten cancer from asbestos? And she's like, oh, okay, it's one of those cases. Mm. So That was imagine, the same thing with mine. Could you imagine being in a jury selection for fishing crimes? Like, do you <laughs> yes. or anybody in your family really like fishing? Or do you really 
Do you have a connection of walleye fillets? Yes, I do. Do you have like a walleye guy that you can meet up with? In fact, the IPO of my first business was walleye. I mean, <laughs> and walleye accessories. Oh fuck, dude! I mean, like, could you imagine like when they're sitting, like they finally get the jury picked, and they're sitting down there, and like they're laying out the case? How many of them are like, "Are you fucking serious?" It's like, yeah, these guys were cheating at a fishing tournament. Like, you're fucking, you're calling me in for this? Not murder, not even fraud, not even, like, someone ducking out on child support. You're calling me in for fucking fish crime. Sounds fishy. Oh, (laughs) I got it. (laughs) The fucking soundboard just makes it worse. (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah, it's like. And can you imagine being like the dudes like, well, first somebody had to rat them out or well, else if they were going so hard on how many weights they were shoving in these fish, like they're pulling out like a fish like that big. And well, it's 33 pounds. It's like th- <laughs> the guy's like 30. What the fuck? And, you know, then he's like, he starts shaking it by its tail and things just start plopping out of its mouth, like loose change and <laughs> shit like that. Like. Then fucking paper clips and gum. Yeah, then he's just coins. like looking at the dude uh, like on the boat. Like, are you fucking serious? You're cheating at fishing? Like, well, ugh. The apparent apparently, it's a common thing for fishing tournaments to have a polygraph <laughs> test, which they failed, by the way, <laughs> because somebody I guess was like suspicious of it, and they were like, cut open that fish. <laughs> they cut it open, and the guy was screaming, "There's weights in the fish! There's weights you in the fish!" You just see him say, "Cut open the fish," and the one dude with like the fishing hook on his hat. You just see him go, <sighs> "Oh, yeah. he must have gotten them off the bottom of the pond <laughs> or wherever the fuck wall I come from." Jesus, that's fucking great. What do you think about these horrible fishermen, Elliot? That's a good answer, bud. Indeed. Apparently, and it wasn't the first time they did it. The year before, they got away with scamming and apparently won like upwards of 300 grand in prizes. Damn, this is almost as insane as the college admission scandal. Mm. Actually, this is probably the biggest sports thing like to go on since like Barry Bonds was accused of juicing. I don't know. That that college admission sc- scandal was pretty Yeah, bad. whatever, but Lori Laughlin could get it, so <laughs> she can fucking commit fraud all she wants. So, yeah. um, is that all you had to say about fishing? And that it's a bogus sport. Yeah, it's not a sport, dude. No. It's not a sport when one of the participants is unwilling. You know, <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> I feel the same way about hunting. Oh, the it's like yeah, like I have no problem uh, with people hunting. If like, you're gonna eat it, yeah. yeah, that's your thing. It's your thing. Okay, yeah, you better eat it. Yeah, eat it. Or you know, if you or, or cut it something. up, sell it, do something, but don't call it a sport. Yeah, or, or give it away. Do so, any anything yeah. but like make. A, well, I used to a work at a, a, a for a butcher that specifically only worked during deer season, and would, we would cut up deer. That's all we did. So that's fine, but we never referred to it as a sport. Like, I'm sure, the guys who brought in the deer did, but yeah, like ask the deer if it's a fucking sport. He's like, well, actually, I would prefer you know some fishing, you know, but. Process, the, to- the fucking stupid. The tournament's director found 10 weights inside the fish. Eight 12-ounce weights, and in addition to several walleye fillets. They were sh- <laughs> they were stripped of their Wait, titles. Wait, all of that in one fish? In Apparently. I think uh, in the picture I saw there was two. 
what do you think the cutoff would have been? Like to what's too to much? avoid suspicion? Like four? <laughs> I don't you know, it's like maybe if he had just done like you know two sinkers and one walleye fillet, you know. But then he had to get fucking greedy about it. You he know, sure did. It, even just a couple sinkers and no fillets. God Don't. damn it, Wyatt. Why'd you have to get so greedy on the boat? <laughs> Their names. Like, you know, his boys were just like, dude, you're putting too many sinkers in there. And he was just like, I don't give a fuck. Go, shut up, Go Trevor. for the gold or go home. <laughs> like, so you can shut the fuck up, Trent. You were close. Yeah. You were close with Wyatt. Their names are Jacob and Chase. Ugh. Exactly. Do you remember that old shit, like racist parents and uh, aunts and uncles, all that shit used to always say about black people and their names and stuff, you know, it's just made up gibberish. Yes. Do you think that's completely gone full circle with the way white people are naming kids now? 1,000%. Like- And I'm glad you brought this up. Brayden, Chayden, Braylon, Chassie, or shit like that. It's like, Yeah. They've jumped the shark. And the funny thing is, is the people doing all these silly white names are the same people that were saying, oh, what's his name? Jamiroquai or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, way to. <laughs> the whites when have you, jumped the you shark. You live long enough to see yourself become the, the villain. villain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. So I was like, I don't think that argument could ever be used ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they just make up names like. Everything's can, made up. It's like you can say it's Gaelic all you want, but I guarantee you there's no one back in the old country named like Chastity. Like, oh, so fuck off. You know, God damn it. Brady. But, uh, so, um, I get like really silly ideas when I'm like really tired. As you should. So, my little yellow notebook that I have all the time, I keep it right next to my bed. When I, like, so, I get oh, up. Oh, so you so can I'm, jot it. So, sometimes I'll like wake up. And like when first thing in the morning, like it takes me like ten minutes to actually get out of bed because I'm just there like oh. But like yeah. some shit comes to me that I swear in those ten ten minutes is like the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> so I write it down and then I look back on it later, and I'm just like, what the fuck was I thinking at five o'clock this morning? And I just want to go over. I found one that I actually had written down. This is years ago. I do the same thing, but with my phone. I'm analog, baby. This True. Is, this is Fair. one I don't... It was an idea for a game show I had first thing in the morning. It was called Scorch Porch. <laughs> okay. And the idea was to have, like, one of those, like, races to remodel shows, you know, like, like flippant house shits, but you just make a porch, but the whole time the porch is on fire, <laughs> so you got to finish it before it burns. It, yeah, it makes zero <laughs> sense. It makes zero sense <laughs> logistically... And everything else, but that was like, like I said, it was first thing in the morning. I'm not thinking straight <laughs> like I ever do, but I was like, yo, Scorch Porch is the new sensation that's going to sweep the nation. And this is one I, I came up with two nights ago. Um, it just is, it's, it's just three lines. You can see it right here mm-hmm. Mary Kate Olsen, MK Olsen, MK Ultra. Hmm. Do you think there's anything there? Perhaps. Do you think the Olsen twins have psychic powers given to them by the CIA? Well, it's Mary Kate and Ashley. So is it just one of them? It could be. You know, maybe they're actually all, never, they're not really twins. There was always just Ashley Olsen. But then, like, you know, the CIA was like, yo, Mr. Olsen, mm-hmm. we're going to give your daughter a quote unquote twin who's actually like a clone or a cyborg or some shit made by the MK Ultra program. <laughs> and that's where she came from. Perhaps. You know what I mean? And like the whole time, like 
the Juan Olsen twin is charming the world with, you know, Full House and, you know, just being adorable. The other one's just out, like, getting secrets and shit, reading minds. Isn't there a third Olsen? Yeah, but she's not one of the twins. Yeah, true. That's the one that plays Scarlet Witch in all the Marvel movies. Oh, that's right. And she shows Full Bush in that old boy remake. <laughs> and I was fucking stoked on it. You also got to see fucking Josh Brolin's butt cheeks. Pretty stoked on that, too, not gonna lie. Yeah, I like I liked him in Sicario more. Was it yeah, butt cheeks in that one? Nah, he was. Then just that a, movie can fucking pack it up the ass. He was just a murderer. Speaking of movies, a lot of my friends love horror movies. I enjoy horror movies. I do. I like them. But the amount of horror movie punishment that comes around October mm-hmm. every year is it's annoying. But you know, because we're adults now, all of us. And we can watch horror movies whatever the fuck we want. That's true. And that's one of the perks of being an adult. You know, but I don't want to, you know, really just t- piss on these people's cereal, you know. It's just like, oh, my 31 days of horror. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. You, you do you. But <sighs> yep. what they're doing right now is taking viewership away from what I think is going to be the next cinematic masterpiece of my generation, your generation, and generations to come. And that is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hit theaters this October. And how are you, you know, how can you go see Lyle Lyle Crocodile when you're so busy rewatching like Evil Dead or Hellraiser for the umpteenth time? I, I thought your angle on this was going to be those people use it as like an excuse to post a story every day of like the most obscure Oh yeah, they definitely do that. Find. You know, I was like, look at the movie I found. Like, well, like, only whatever. five people seen this. It got banned from like the Cannes Festival. Oh, the Cannes Go- Film Festival in France. Yeah, but they had one at like the Sitgo station behind it. You know, it's like <laughs> whatever, dude. Or it's like, like good. They have some director's cut of Cannibal Holocaust. That's you know, uh, all in you know. They cut the turtle's head off. Like, who gives a shit? And it's like, yeah, five five people have seen it. Good. That's four too many, yeah. including the director. It's just, Yeah, it's like, why are you trying to, like, out? Like, like I said, I like horror movies a lot, but I don't give a shit about, like, cult status or any of that crap or, you know, like, so I'm sorry. The Evil Dead movies stink, and I get a lot of shit from my friends for it. The really old ones? Yeah. The I, Bruce Campbell ones, they, they're, they're fucking terrible. Which I think is it the first one that takes place in like the house, like the old country yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, fell asleep. I watched it. I watched all three of, of the original ones, and it's fine. They're okay. Yeah, it's fine. Like I hate campiness. I hate silliness when it comes to horror, unless it's done extremely well. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. this movie stink. But everybody did like. I don't know what's worse: the people that try to post like the most obscure like foreign horror flicks possible to you know to to be that guy or the people that just do the same cookie cutter basic bitch horror movies you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's the guy who's trying to like be like you know only watch director's cuts you know before the anything no no edited non-edited fucking movies and the other person's like i just watched all the scream movies and like all right I'm watching Nightmare Before... <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street again. I almost said Nightmare Before Christmas. You know what, though? People do that, too, when it comes to like Halloween movies. I'm like, yeah, it's Halloween-related, but that's not a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should count. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, hocus, hug, ho- like hocus pocus and shit. Yeah, like seriously, I don't give a shit about. But they're taking away box office revenue from Lyle Lyle Crocodile, <laughs> which to- is, I mean, you know damn well this is going to be a trilogy, and a trilogy. I hope it's. A- it- yeah, I know, right? I hope it's I hope it's a trilogy of trilogies. Oh my god! But like like Star Wars, you know. But the thing is, like, if you people aren't showing it its proper respect when it's in hits theaters, like, first off, you're really cutting into the chances of it being a Lyle Lyle Crocodile too. <laughs> and secondly, you're missing, which is going to be a touchstone moment of this of this millennia. Oh. What the? It's worth it, I promise. Keep going, sorry. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? Are you watching the trailer for La La Crocodile? No, do you one better. What is it? It's uh, Top of the World. The fuck is that? You should know, fan. Is that Lyle Lyle himself? Yeah. Damn. That's the bull. Is there anything that fucking guy just can't do? I mean, <sighs> that movie does look silly. Yeah, like so. You want to watch like the same movies you've been watching every Halloween, or do you want to watch, you know, like brilliance, like pure, pure brilliance? Sit, Elliot. Elliot, what do you think about La La Crocodile? I agree, dude. One See? sniff. One sniff. Lay down. Yeah, you're a bad dog. Only one sniff? That's a five sniff fucking film, dude. There you go. If that shit gets snubbed at the Oscars, <laughs> I hope Will Smith just smacks everyone. <laughs> he comes back you know with what I mean? vengeance. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure La La Crocodile is going to be the greatest movie of our lifetimes. I'm pretty sure Mary-Kate Olsen is a CIA construct, whether it be a clone, a robot, or a mix of the two. And I'm pretty sure that pretty soon on the HLN network will be the debut of Scorch Porch. <laughs> you know, I'm still ironing out the details. We're going to try to get some, you know, washed up actor with a soul patch, you know, to host it. So, What's Ty Bennington doing? That's exactly who I was thinking of. And I couldn't remember his fucking name. The Move the Bus Move guy. Move that bus. Yeah. What was that? Extreme, extreme Home Makeover? Yes. He, he's not busy. Like that shit you just cracked me up because they would really fucking strap up those ha- oh like they would really <laughs> strap up those houses, but the thing is like they didn't t- like they didn't tell the homeowners like yo yo the- you still gotta you have to pay the taxes the taxes <laughs> and the upkeep on all the shit that they did yeah it's like oh yeah this house is amazing looking but yeah you two better fucking get some like a slave labor force to yeah, or, keep up with it or a third and fourth job yeah seriously or a nice clone of one of the Olsons. Yeah. Use their mind control powers to mow the grass, like Sturgill Simpson. Mow. You know what I mean? Oh shit! We got a fucking. This is a first, dude. This is a first, and this could be great. We have our very first ad read. Oh my god, that mic noise! You gotta stop. Give your give yourself like a like a foot and a half of slack. Like first that. off, quit yelling at me. All right, I don't work well under pressure, and this is disrespectful to our fucking. Sponsor our sponsor, dude. I mean, Jesus, dude. Anywho, please, <clears throat> please, just do the it. The irrelevant and illiterate podcast. I'm not. Give yourself like a foot and a half of slack in your lap with the cord. 
So quit fucking worrying about my lap, you fucking weirdo. There, look. It's a little under bit. my fat gut. Now shut up. Much better. All right. Now, this week's episode of the Irrelevant and Illiterate Podcast is brought to you by Fathead Decals. <laughs> Fathead Decals <laughs> are the perfect, perfect the wall decorations for your man cave, Tom. This place we're in right now, your little this very cave, your dwelling. Okay, like, dude, these walls, all these goofy like posters and shit, wouldn't kind it be of, fucking more badass with some nice fathead decals? You know, come to think of it, they are uh, a tad bare. Exactly. The best part about fathead decals, you can just take them down, put them up, move them without any effort whatsoever they don't leave holes in your walls from nails no drilling no staples no drilling you don't mm-hmm. have to like, make sure you're not hitting a stud you know it's not going to fuck up the paint nothing like that and fathead is running a brand new line this wait. line is called the four angels of the nfl all right go on the four you know what would be fucking sick on this wall right here dude what the- four amazing Athletes and Americans would be great for this wall. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, Plaxico <laughs> Burris. Oh, how about a guy named Ray Rice? Ever heard of him? <laughs> sure have. And how about Ravens. the Michael Vick, dude, on this wall? Michael Quick, right? Quick Vick. So if you use promo code CTE <laughs> when you go to fat, Fathead Decal Online, you get all, not only do you get all four of those at 10% off, you get a free Antonio Brown blow-up pool toy. <laughs> That's right. You want to freak out the norms at the fucking hotel pool? You bring your Antonio Brown pool toy, dude, when you use promo code CTE. <laughs> and I know what you're saying. You're like, but Dennis, I don't fucking like sports. And you know what, Tom? Neither do I. <laughs> I hate sports. But you know what I do love? The fucking truth, dude. <laughs> I like the truth. I like knowing the truth. I like the revealing of truth, and I like displaying the truth for all my fucking homies when they come down here just to chop it up with me, (laughs) like the rascals we are, like we're doing right now. Yeah. So, Fathead is also running the new, for non-sports fans, the truth line. You know what the truth line is, dude? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, you can have wall to wall of Hillary's emails. (laughs) Not only that, you get the real COVID numbers. And last but not least in this line is the list of secret reptilians that have infiltrated the government. Oh, you think it's done? It's fucking not, dude. They also have all the launch codes to George Soros's secret space laser in orbit above our country right now. All that shit. So when all you pe- everybody comes down to say, oh, Tom, let's go chill at your house, dude. They're going to see all that shit on your wall and just know that you are the most informed individual ever. I'm plugged in. Now... To get 10% off of that with checkout, use promo code Benghazi. That's right. Use promo code Benghazi and tell them that Irrelevant Illiterate sent you. That's Fathead Decals. Thank you for sponsoring us. Not bad, dude. I think we're going to make them millions of dollars. Yeah, I can I can, sen- yeah. I can, I can, I can feel it. Yeah, dude. They're going to be like, yo, these dudes are a sensation. <laughs> and, you know, everything they do is great. So, uh. Ugh, let me use my cheat sheet here. Completely yes. unprofessional. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about another another hack subject that gets brought up a lot, and it's fucking obnoxious, and I hate hearing about it. But it, I, I've 
I got irritated at it again because someone actually in real life used virtue signaling in a conversation at Dunkin' Donuts three days ago when I was there. Oh, boy. So I want to talk about cancel culture, and I don't want to talk about if it's good or if it's bad or you know if we should worry about it, if it's going to ruin music, comedy, the, the premiere of Lyle Lyle Crocodile or whatever. I want to talk about the the people that bitch about cancel culture. The people, not so much the culture itself. No, no, no. I mean, like okay. everything I, that can I be said has about, been said about cancel culture has been said many times too by people way dumber than me and people way smarter than me. Fair. So I just want to talk about the people talking about it who have absolutely nothing to fucking worry about from <laughs> cancel culture. It's like people, you know, like, you got to look out for the woke mob, dude. The woke mob's coming for you next. It's like, you work at Wingstop. <laughs> what are they going to take from you? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to worry about anybody calling you out for, you know, dropping the N-word at a fucking beer league baseball game and losing your job. Get <laughs> up. At fucking, you know, Halloween spirit. It's like shut up about cancel culture like it's not going to affect you people who like celebrities people that you make their millions and millions and millions all right let them bitch about it because it it will affect them well you know the 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 problems that they run into affect people in waves too like people connected to them yeah people who like you know drivers people on their staff yeah what all that shit that will affect multiple people's lives and or yeah or if shit. like they're a director it'll you know affect like his production oh, staff yeah. and shit like that yeah like the 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 crew of a, of a film is massive and if the director's out and the, all those people are out of a job absolutely dude like and like that i'm like all right i get that i get i get what you're saying but i don't think tony from zoomies has anything <laughs> to fucking worry about you know, I'm just pretty sure, like, look, you can say the most homophobic shit you want. You're still going to get that fucking noon to 8 p.m. shift every week anyway. Yeah, You're so, good, dude. So put up those snowboards and shut up. <laughs> put up those snowboards and those socks with pot plants on it and just, <laughs> you know, just shut up. Like, it's not going to affect you. The woke mob, if it exists or doesn't exist, either way, they're not fucking coming for you. Mm-mm. They weren't looking for you in the you know, first place. It's not like they're like, like, yo, we got to get Bill Maher and fucking Tony from Zoomies, dude. <laughs> you know, like, because like your threat level zero. It's like, ugh. <laughs> also, I had to look up what virtue signaling was. I was like, this sounds stupid. What is that? And then I looked up what it was, and all I got was, uh, remember that band Train? I think that's who it was, Train? Yes. Their singer went on to... Uh, like a Twitter rant a couple years ago about virtue signaling and the woke mob and all this shit. Really? And it really cut into their, like their state fair turnout, (laughs) you know? And like that dude. Okay. When you're already like teetering on the edge of complete irrelevancy, like only like a couple aunties are coming out to see you, you know, every Friday at the fucking crab shack. You're, you're 40 year, you're yeah. 45 year, 50 year old mom crowd. Yeah. I can get you panicking, you know, cause now you might have the, now you're like 54 and you got to learn a fucking trade. You know, that sucks. But like, yeah, when I see people like under my age complaining about it and they work like just like menial jobs, there's nothing wrong with working a menial job, but just understand that you work 
a menial job and what you do is not important. Mm -hmm. Like what I do for a living is not important. What you do for a living is not important. Make no mistake. Yeah. And you know what I don't worry about is what like snowflakes or liberals or cucks or whatever the fucking buzzword thinks because it's not going to affect me. Mm Mm-mm. Like, maybe, like, one of my friends will stop talking to me. That's, like, the worst I really have to worry about. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. For a short period of time, too. What's it going to make this podcast go from 13 listeners to 12? (laughs) You know? Like, who gives a (laughs) shit? Oh. Oh, I had some fucking chuckle fuck give me shit for making fun of jet skis. Oh, really? He's like, jet skis are so fucking fun, dude. You ever been on a jet ski? I'm like, just... Pilot that jet ski under a truck tire, <laughs> you fucking ding dong. <laughs> also, look at me. Obviously, I haven't. Yes, seriously. I'm, I don't live on a lake. Those things have also have weight limits. Like, look at me. <laughs> like, if I was anywhere near a lake, you know what would happen? They would look in my mouth for sinkers and walleye fillets. <laughs> there's like, there's no way that thing came out of that pond. Is there? <laughs> it's like i think brent is cheating you know he brought up a bearded tub of fucking oatmeal (laughs) i should do that next fucking fishing tournament just come up just like flop on the deck doing the fucking hot girl fish lips thing hi elliot yeah they present you on the docks like like this why the (laughs) yeah like how did like how did you catch him oh uh he was running from the woke mob, Oops. and we just caught him. Did you break it? Oopsie daisy. You dropped the Game Boy Color. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we caught this one fleeing the woke mob, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was his name? Th- T- thanks, Tony. <laughs> Tony from fucking Zoomies. Thanks for what you've done. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for your services, wink wink. <laughs> uh, Look at Al. Speaking of... Let's give a nice little shameless plug to the Thank You for Your Services podcast, yeah. co-hosted by one Thomas Alderson. Myself. And uh, Matt, whatever the fuck's stupid last name he probably has. <laughs> it ends in a vowel, just know that. Ugh, gross. De- Donato. Oh, gross, he's an eye tie? <laughs> yes. Go back to the fucking motherland. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know it, like, talking to him. He, he, he always, like... Well, his, the like, him and his dad like, like shy away from Italian. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! I just realized something. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't give a shit. I don't care what about. First off, he's an Italian, so I don't care. But no, I'm kidding. Matt's a nice, sweet boy. Tomorrow. Oh. I have an episode of that uh, of Thank You coming out. That we did at Little Goat Coffee Roasting. Oh. That was fun. So you want to give a shout out to Little Goat Coffee Roasting here too? Sure. Love them. I actually do love those people and that uh, coffee shop. I hear the coffee's good, but you know me. I'm brand specific, basic bitch, Dunkin' Donuts man. But they're Delaware, so, you know. They're, but I do not appreciate the fact that there's no actual little goats on the premises. <laughs> but, you know, I can overlook that if that shit's good. But It is it is allegedly great. Also, since shameless promotion for people, three records have come out made by friends of mine. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm completely totally biased on this opinion, but I think everybody 
should go check them out. Uh, one, the first record I want to talk about is by Rock Bottom from Philadelphia in the surrounding area and their album Speedway. Mm-hmm. It's a great record, great hardcore record, great just heavy music record. The next one is a couple buddies of mine from down the Richmond, Virginia area called Terror Cell, and their record is called Caustic Light. Hmm. Very good, chaotic metal, hardcore stuff, good stuff for everybody around. And third, uh, from New Jersey, Ground, and their new release, Habitual Self-Abuse, which is might hit my favorite of 2022. Yeah, you were talking about how much you love that Ground record. I love that band, like, completely. Like, that band's so fucking good. Like, I heckle the shit out of them every time they play, but I fucking think they're great. But, yeah, so... Free plugs to all those guys. Great people making great music. And, you know, if you like great music, you should fucking listen to that shit, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Thomas? Mm-hmm. I sure do. You I, don't have any friends, so you're not going to give anybody... No. No. I just have I just have Elliot and I have Al over there. Alphonse. Stop that. Stop chewing on yourself. Oh. It's weird. Let him chew on himself, dude. Nah. Those things only live like 12 years. Let him chew. Well, if we're already, if we're already talking about music, let's get into homework. Are one oh yeah one of our reoccurring segments here oh yeah what the f- I forget what fucking comedy thing you maybe listen to oh the round table of gentlemen yes I enjoyed it I really did um the one thing is it's weird like not like I've never gone into a podcast blind and not knowing who any of the people were mm-hmm. like the, the episode that you sent me to listen to. The only person I recognized was the guest, who was Chris DiStefano. Yeah, I think he was one of the guests. Oh, okay. Like well. I didn't know. I wasn't familiar but, with yeah, anyone else on there. But it was very funny. Like some of it, the parts of it were dated, but it was a very funny podcast. And uh, so I, when I run out of shit, in my own queue, I will probably deep dive and go find more. I think that episode I sent you is from like 2011. <laughs> it's the one uh, uh, Chris Stefano tells a story. He told he about told a, yeah he told the 9/11 story for the first but, time. But he t- he told a better story. Oh, about, about his dad. About his dad when they went to some like sporting event and like it some was a, like it was a play and like yeah a some, school play. Some that. like schoolgirls like out on the stage saying like no we got to take a break or anything. He yells show your bush. He yelled at he yelled it at one of the uh, faculty because they were like, "All right, settle down, settle down." And he oh. goes, "Show your bush." <laughs> like that story, like I was fucking like snorting. I was laughing so goddamn hard <laughs> that that was really good. Um, as far as the record you sent me, like you threw me for a loop calling it death rock because when I think of that, I think of those later entombed records where they really, really liked Motorhead, which are good records. Don't get me wrong. But what the the mission was? It was a good record. It was a, like I enjoyed listening to it. Honestly, I probably will never listen to it again. Oh. But for the I did listen to it all the way through, and I did enjoy it. It's not really. It's a genre I don't really know shit about. Yeah, it doesn't blow like, your skirt um, up. No, it's not even that. It's like I'm just unfamiliar completely with that genre. Like the, like the only bands I could really think to compare it to was like this. There's this band in like the '80s called The Church. That they sound very in like the mission, the church. That's kind of weird, right? It's close. Damn, MK Olsen. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a good record, and like I want to say it was. It reminded me of the Cure, but less Mary Sue. Yes, 
Very you know, where they so. put a, the bubble gum. Like, look, the cure is like those goth kids that would hang out at the food court at the mall, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the mission comes off as those goth kids that would hang out at the local diner till 3 a.m. smoking cigs and yes. just pounding black coffee. I totally, yeah. I see you know that. what I mean? Like, those are the kids that for fucking riot and die. Like, you know, they didn't fucking wipe the white face paint off to go to Thanksgiving. No. Kids are into the mission. They were like, yo, I don't give a fuck what grandma thinks. Dude, those kids wear <laughs> those, they wear those weird cowboy hats with buckles on them. Oh, and yeah. And sunglasses yeah, yeah. all day. Oh, every day. dude. And leather. Did the buckle on the cowboy hats make them tighter? Oh. Somebody asked Rob Zombie. <laughs> I fucking dried up dickweed. <laughs> Sorry, John Ren. But, uh, and Mel. And, oh, fuck, God damn it. Fuck Rob Zombie. Mel. Yeah, your girlfriend's a sweetheart, so, but she, she needs to shut the fuck up about Paramore. <laughs> and look, I don't even mind Paramore. I don't. Like, they actually have some songs I think are good. But yo, calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> like, I yeah. hope she gets to see them, because I, I, no, I hope I get to see her see, see them, because <laughs> I want to see her pull, like, the the Beatles' first time in the U.S., reaction when they come up on stage or her just like fucking squealing and just fainting and losing her mind she she is like that and she's seen them like 15 times or some shit jesus christ you want to hear a fucking great story about the fucking beatles dude sure do not (laughs) (laughs) it's more of a funny story about my mother but uh the first time the beatles came to the u.s one of the people that was there and present to see them was my mother now my mother does not listen to music. And what I mean by that is she does not listen to music. She has no, she never had a record collection, a tape collection, CDs, none of it. Driving in the car? When you're in a car with her, the radio is off. Ooh. All the time. Silence? Silence. Oh, Conversation, man. you know, and I've known her for 43 years. We ran out of shit to talk about when I was about <laughs> 14. <laughs> But she got to see the Beatles. She went with a bunch of her college friends to go see the fucking Beatles when they came over. And her telling about her friends is some of the funniest shit ever. She's like, they were they were offering to suck their cocks and they were throwing their underpants on stage and just thought they were just freaking out and fainting and just pulling their shirt. I'm like, Jesus oh Christ. I'm like, well, what were you doing? And she was like, I was just sitting there. I mean, of course. I was enjoying the music. It was nice, you know? And I really hope, like, she's lying. <laughs> yes. I really hope all that shit she said about her friends, that she, in truth, she, went alone. She was projecting? She went alone and just did all that shit. And then, like, you know, like, split personality came up with all these friends. <laughs> That were there doing all this nefarious, you know, horny girl shit. And it was actually my sainted mother. And maybe all that horniness she had seeing the Beatles completely blew her out of music. And that's why she doesn't listen to music now. Because she's afraid if she hears something even remotely sounds like the Beatles or the Beatles come on the radio, she'll just start spraying the car down. (laughs) You know, just fucking just losing her mind, swerving in the traffic, just fingering herself and shit and just like <laughs> oh my god oh and that's gross thing about for my mother but it's also hilarious at the same time so yeah that was that's, that's the end of my story <laughs> so i hope 
she, you know, she jumped the shark with the Beatles. Yeah, huh? so when you know if Mel eventually has children, it'll be funny if like all of a sudden she just does not listen to music whatsoever, and they're like, "Mom, why don't you listen to music?" And she's like, "Well, there's this band called Paramore." Ah, uh, that'd be great. I don't. Th- I don't think she'll ever have children, but no, you eat your dead ass balls, <laughs> <laughs> old Tommy dead balls. <laughs> Look at him. Are we boring you? So you're taking pictures of your dog here? He is a good-ass dog, though. Yeah, Look how fucking bored he is. That's going to be the episode picture. He's like, Yo, why the fuck are these two just jawing to nobody? <laughs> Looking at an end table with a fucking cell phone on it. <laughs> Yo, Ellie, you're a good-ass boy. Yo, he's, he's out. Mm-hmm. He's about to be. Dude, I, don't f- f- I fucking envy that shit. I envy, envy that shit. Yes, I sure oh, do. God damn it. That's a superpower. It's a fucking great superpower to have. Yeah. This is your ear perked up. Yeah, you're paying attention now, huh? Are you sleepy, boy? Y'all tuckered out? Oh, whatever. This is boring talk. What the f- So, um... What else we got today? Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of people getting canceled and having to learn to trade, why do people with trades and having trade jobs feel the need... To post videos of them doing said job like anybody else in the world gives a fuck. I'm like, okay, all right, let me preface this by saying, okay, you went, you learned a trade, you, you're probably very good at it, you know, and there's some very talented tradesmen out there, and they're a very ne- necessary person to have around. Mm-hmm. You need your masons, your plumbers, your electricians, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Carpenters, and you know, but you know what? No one. And everybody was like, you know, hey, man, you know, fix, you know, fix the toilet, you know, pave the road, you know, great. You're thanks, man. You're fucking doing a service that I can't do and I appreciate you. But what I also what I don't appreciate is when I'm trying to look at fucking pictures of like kids with down syndrome playing tennis on <laughs> Instagram, I got to fucking get through picture of like, you know, Joey Buttonuckles fucking, you know, plunging a toe. It's like, yo, look what I did today. Or it's like, I fixed this water main. It's like, so fucking what, dude? Nobody, like, I think out of the entire population of the world, maybe 10% of it has a job that's worth being videoed and shown to everybody else. Mm. I mean, I was a tradesman for a while. I was a, I was a meat cutter. Who the fuck wants to watch me cut pork chops? Mm-mm. Nobody. I, I, I'm sitting right here and I don't. Yeah. I didn't even like doing it and I was doing it. Actually, no, I'd enjoy doing it, but I'm like, this is very dull to watch. See, I, you can't, know? I can't imagine. Like, I can understand if I was like, you know, dismembering like a like a hooker that I picked up at a truck stop. But no, it was just, I was cutting up a bottom roast for some old lady. Like, great. Like, I don't understand why they feel we need to watch them. You know, lay bricks. Mm-mm. It's like, look, if you didn't do it, somebody else would have came along with this and done it for you. It's like, no one cares, dude. Mm-mm. You're not, it's like, people like cooking shows, right? I get that. Because you can say, all right, look, Rachel Ray's in her fucking big titties are fucking cooking this meal. I can, you know, go home and cook now. No one's watching you, you know, I don't know. Put in wire, new wiring into an apartment. Yeah, I don't need to see then, a stop motion video and, and of you putting like, a house together. Yeah, like you're like you're putting in wiring into a house. No one's like watching. Like, ooh, I'm gonna go home and put in some wiring. Like that's not happening. So why 
are you making these videos? Who are they for besides yourself? And like your four union brothers, you know, it's like people are so brainwashed and like driven to try and add content to the internet. It's like they just end up looking silly. The internet has plenty of content. It doesn't need. There's there's tons. There's tons. There's and, more than we can actually watch out there yeah. already. I mean, this is completely hypocritical with what we're doing right now. But it sure is, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, for instance, the drummer of the band I used to be in that broke up on my birthday, uh, our drummer is a uh, pipe fitter, right? It takes a lot of skill to do that job, you know? Yeah. It's a very sure. important job. You know, he, he puts together, like, duct work and pipes and shit for buildings that are being built you know it's a very important job i don't give a fuck about seeing it done <laughs> i don't and the funny thing is he used to i actually had to stop following him on social media because it got so prevalent of him just posting job site videos and then all his fucking pipe fitting dork buds are just commenting and commenting and commenting like what could, oh and, what could they possibly dude comment? they had secret like there's not really secret but like insider slang yeah and one of them, which I still don't know the definition of, and I'd look into it, but I just don't give a fuck, was called, it was stacking dimes. Yeah. And like, it got used a lot, hashtagged it in the whole fucking nine yards. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh my God, I wish you were dead. <laughs> and it's like, I love Travis. Travis is a fucking great human being and he, he was a fucking pleasure to be in a band with. But watching, like, seeing those videos, pictures, and shit like that, it's like I just wanted somebody to smother him with a pillow. <laughs> or, like, just put it under his little stupid welding mask and just, you know, <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep, buddy. No one wants to see this. <laughs> like, nice chloroform I'm, Like, I'm proud of you for going to school, learning how to do this, and I'm glad that you're good at it. And, you know, then use it to support your family. Great, bud. But I don't w- ever want to see it. And it's one thing if it's a rando, because you can just like, ah, fuck, I'm not going to follow that to you, who gives a shit. But this is a person that, like, I saw on a weekly basis, and he's, like, a close friend, and, like, mm-hmm. I want to keep apprised of, like, the other things you're doing in life. Like, oh, if you here's an outing of me, you know, and my family. Oh, cool, what's, where'd you guys go? And that's neat, you know, but stacking dimes with the brothers down at the union hall. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> And just, but but it was kind of fun just to sit back and just watch them like trade like pipe fitting jokes. In so, yeah. Oh god, shit that shit that us laymen's will never understand. Oh. And you know, there's like you know, like he would like just post something and have like some caption that made no sense to the layperson, but like you know, fucking Jerry from the local one eight four is just fucking bowled over in <laughs> tears. That fucking Travis, oh man, that motherfucker. <laughs> That's so right when he just, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's a card. Oh, God. But you I know, guess that doesn't just apply to union people either. No. There is one There's one job I discovered that I didn't know I enjoyed watching until I saw it recently. What's that? People who clean carpets. You ever seen those videos? I have cleaned a carpet. And I 100% know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I've seen these videos pop up lately on, especially, on, they're hu- it's huge on TikTok, maybe because I've liked a couple now. Right. But like, they'll take, like there there was one or two that this guy took carpets from like the walkway of a coal store. Right. Like they're beyond dirty. Yeah. 
and he like goes through the pro- like it's all in, in in sped up like fast motion so it's it's like a 30 second video or whatever but it goes from being like black of like the blackest soot to like a like a red and green like flowery carpet and by the end i was like that was really nice one of one of my the similar thing that i actually was actually quite hypnotic the something we offer where i work is power washing yes that too and like People like once a year they'll have you come power wash the side of their house mm-hmm. to get rid of like, you know, just schmutz, like, schmutz, and just you know, soot, soot, schmeck, you know, shit like that, schmegma, <laughs> schmegma, you know. So I'm out there stacking dimes. No, um, it's blood. So just when you just go across with a little wand, and it goes from like grayish black to like white stucco, you're just mm-hmm. like, oh. I did it from I did it for my dad this past summer on his garage, and I was like, I will do this again in a heartbeat. That was fun. Like you're seriously like, do you have any more other disgustingly <laughs> dirty shit I could just power wash? <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! Dude. I did I did his deck after it was great. Oh, but I was cutting meat. I used to cut meat for BJ's wholesale too, and it wasn't a union job, so we actually had to clean the meat room afterwards. Oh man, which is, sounds horrible, right? But guess what we got to use? Power washer. A fucking power washer Fuck was yeah. mounted to the goddamn wall. Fuck yes. Oh, and you're just like a whole room. Imagine like the latest Exhum Records album cover, right? Mm-hmm. And you just go in there with a power washer and spray away all that viscera and just grossness. <laughs> it's just a nice, pristine, white and cement meat room. And you're just like, yeah. Those those shiny stainless steel appliances. Oh, all the appliances have no more fucking you know bone chips on it and shit. It's like this is fucking wonderful. Now, when I worked in a kitchen, it was very satisfying. Like although it was late as fucking shit at night when we were done, to walk away from like a pristinely clean kitchen. Yeah, it is nice. That well, those those like cleaning jobs are actually quite satisfying to watch. I don't mind watching those. But I definitely don't need to watch you like, what like use a plasma cutter, yeah. or plasma something. cutter, or something. What is it, Blade Runner? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, that's probably a thing. I'll, I'll, I'll quit talking shit. It's probably like a thing. <laughs> it's very much a yeah. thing. Yeah. Some these in Space Force. But, <laughs> uh. Speak, yo, Bing Bong. A weird, you know, weird shit. I get it. I really get into on uh, the internet watching. Oh, other than like you know, people in Russia riding bears and <laughs> look at this Russian. <laughs> what a good yeah. It was, yeah, speaking of look at the look at this Russian account, they posted a thing the other day, and it was one of those stupid videos of some girl pulling her butt cheeks out. Oh my god! And it's like if you saw at so and so do this in front of you, what would you do? And the comments under it was like. What the fuck is this? This isn't Russian. There's nothing Russian about this. And it's just people just sounding off like, how dare you post an attractive female butt cheeks when I want to see like a, a babushka fighting a bear in the middle of the fucking tundra. <laughs> I got to find the episode of Roundtable it's like, because uh, they found a video online of somebody. <laughs> they picked up a babushka grandma by the ankles. Oh, I remember that. And you're swinging her and around. Swung her in a and they put her down multiple times, then picked her up and did it again. <laughs> her up again. Yeah. And you just hear it going, <laughs> in Russian. Yeah, it's it was fucking so fantastic. crazy. But make, ask me, this might make me a freak, but the videos I like watching now on like YouTube and shit, and like I'll fall in a wormhole like while I'm taking a shit. 
Ooh. And it's like a pimple popping. I can't do that. Ingrown hair removal <sighs> and earwax removal. I don't like it. I don't know what the fuck it is. It'll show like some fucking like Asian dude with like a ye- ear full of just yellow. And then some dude just takes like this hook looking thing and just scoops it out. And for some reason, I'm just like, yeah, scoop that fucking Asian's ear out, dude. <laughs> and like, I get so excited. <laughs> and like, I even have like specific like types of acne. I like watching that fucking Dr. Pimple Popper chick pull out of people. Like, dude, I get fucking into those videos and I don't know what the fuck it's about. She has like a full on Netflix show, doesn't she? No, she has like a like a like a cable TV show. Damn, TV TV. Yeah, it's on like TLC, I think. I can't believe, dude. Wow. You know, that's one of the two shows I actually watch that's on regular television. That and Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. But dude, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just like, and and here's the thing, like, I never had an acne problem growing up, so maybe that's why. Mm, like, it's just fascinating to you. Like, I didn't start. Getting acne till I was in my 30s. I started getting like blackheads on my nose and shit. I never had bad acne as a kid. I had good ass skin. Gross ass everything else, but I had good skin. You ever see those videos where they take like that wedge looking thing and they scrape it down the side of a nose? Yeah, I have that now. Oh man, that's scary. Like my nose was like a fucking strawberry with a little tiny blackheads on it and shit. And I actually, (laughs) this is fucking pathetic. Dr. Pimple Bopper actually has this little kit she sells of tools to use to extract shit from your face. Mm-hmm. And guess who bought one? You did. I did. And guess who uses it every day and is very excited when he gets to do it? You do. I mean, me. me. Um, it's fucking great. In in Mel's various, uh, her like kit of things that she leaves here in the bathroom, right. she has a pimple popping tool. It's very useful. Sorry about the noise. I think it's just that microphone. I need to. I need to just splurge and get. It's probably ones. just a dummy holding it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's that mic. So, do you use the tools? I sure do. They're, it's, yeah, it's very helpful. Not even the helpful. It's just like it's interesting. It's like holy shit. Like it was just like this little tiny dot on your face. Then you press down the little tool. Yep. And just tons of shit comes out. You're just like, what? Like for some reason, that blows my mind. And it's probably, what, like a half of a half of an ounce of fluid? <laughs> yeah. And somehow, it feels like your face just lost five pounds. Dude, I went completely... I got one of these uh, charcoal masks a few, like a, a couple years ago, maybe like four or five years ago. So actually, if anybody saw me wearing it, I would look like I was in blackface. So if I ever get caught doing blackface, that's going to be my excuse. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, nah, dude, I'm exfoliating. But... <laughs> It was one of those ones that goes on as liquid, and then it, like, it dries, and you peel it off and shit, right? So I peel it off, and every blackhead that was on my nose came out, and I could actually... And I went outside later that day, and I could feel the breeze through the holes in my nose where the blackheads were. Wow. And I was like, damn, this is how the other half fucking lives, dude. <laughs> I was so... I was like... Like, I was like geeked out on it so much that I, like, I called my mom and told her about it. I called my sister and told her about it. <laughs> I don't have anybody else in my life to tell about it, you know. So I hung myself, then <laughs> belt broke. But yeah, like so yeah, that's the video. Like if I ever take long to get back to a text message, because I'm sitting on a toilet getting hemorrhoids because I've been on there for 45 minutes watching people pull out ingrown hairs from their neck. Ugh. Like they even have videos. It's like these Asian spa videos. They're fucking great. Not like the wash wash ones, but like the other Asian spas <laughs> where all it is is like they pluck people's beards. What? With what? Tweezers. With pluck what? Beard hairs? Yeah. 
like they shave you down with like you know a razor like you like like, like you do. do and then they get like a microscope like one of those jeweler's lens mm-hmm. like eyepieces and they take the tweezers and pull out what's still left over there's stuff left oh yeah like but like i said you got to have these fucking instruments to see it i guess so it's not like you can see the naked eye until like the next like couple hours later when you get that five o'clock shadow but yeah. i wonder what that feels like after that's done Maybe that's why they're all so hairless. Perhaps they've killed the follicle. Seriously, like I'm re- wondering how like they do that wow, so they, they don't so they don't have to shave every day. They truly don't have beards. Yeah, <laughs> and when they do, they're immaculate though. Yeah, but maybe that's like I, maybe it's just like a thing they do so they don't have to shave every day. Yeah, it probably lasts way longer. Like you know, waxing because you know they work they work them hard over in those countries. You know. So. You got to work your office job 12 hours a day. You got to sleep in your desk, you know, and make $550 a month. Yeah, they put, you know, dodge the suicide nets outside of the building. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, um How do you feel about tits, dude? Um big fan. Yeah. Big fan. What how do you feel about evil? Not a fan. Not a fan of evil? No. Lay it on me, dude. Well, this week you brought this one up, <laughs> and we've both done our research. By research, I watched a documentary on Netflix. I watched two YouTube videos and read some articles. Where the fuck did it go? Okay. <laughs> What's her fucking ass name? Her name is Lori Vallow. That's right. She was a former Miss Texas. I don't know if she won or if she was just a contestant. But she definitely was on the pageant circuit and shit and, like, doing all that stuff. And then uh, she went a little off. The weirdest thing happened. <laughs> the, weird, the funniest thing is <laughs> for, she was a member of the Church of LDS, which is the Latter-day Saints and shit like that. And I don't know if you know this about the Latter-day Saints, but everything they do results in a cult. <laughs> yes, it and, does. Like, I don't mean to speak bad about any religion, you know. But, I think I think we get a pass on this one. But Scientology and the LDS, yes, you're all fucking cults. I don't care. And uh, she she was, you know, first as your typical Latter-day Saints chick, you know, a little off, but, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. And then she decided that her husband, or it was like her fourth husband too, mm-hmm. was taken over by a demon now her husband's name was charles vallow you know how was his just charles but i don't remember the exact name but i think the demon that lived in it it wasn't named something like lucifer beelzebub belial any of that shit his name was like roy schneider okay like and that's such a weird demon name for so on the nose too so it's through this weird group of friends she had that also believed the same thing that you know demons would take over people and they what you know would turn them into zombies like when they would she would talk about her husband she's like oh well he's not charles right now he's being roy (laughs) all right what the fuck so and she had two she had two kids only one was actually this roy charles whatever name you want to use was there as a little she had a 16-year-old daughter and a son who I believe was seven or eight. Little Colby. Aut- 
Yeah, a little autistic kid. No, his name was uh, JJ. No, her first. Her, I'm yes. Her J- oldest J- is was a, her oldest is was, Colby. Was Colby, and he was actually the main speaker on this documentary. Doc, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like a, a product of one of her first marriages, mm-hmm. and so all. And I think the the, the sister was, was his, but the the youngest was just half a half brother. Like you didn't have the same dad, but I think him and the the, the sister had the same parents. But, um, so he's telling the story how, you know, she's getting really into this weirdo shit, you know, and stopping these zombies and all this stuff. And everybody that would like say, Hey, you're getting a little off your rocker. She would instantly say, Oh, that person is a zombie and they have to go. So she, (laughs) she convinced her brother of this. Her brother was actually a stand up comedian. His name is Alex Cox, C O X. And uh, he like they actually showed clips of his fucking stand up, and like the bit wasn't bad, you know, not a, the greatest thing ever, but it wasn't bad. But um, he, she convinced him that all these people were demons and zombies and shit too. So they don't know whether it was her or him or the combination of both of them. The police got called to the, the, her house. She had split up from this this husband. She had an affair. Yeah. With uh, Chad Daybell. And he was uh, a former uh, ladder LDS guy who yep. started a new next level on Bash It Insane thing. And he, so they were both con- convinced, you know, that her husband was a zombie and Daybell's wife was a zombie. Yes, that was right. And then she got married to Daybell that after marriage number five. Daybell killed his wife. You know, I don't know if that was, no that no he got convicted of that but uh, yeah I think so and then she killed Charles A.K.A. Roy and uh, then she decided okay they covered all that up and made it all that go away and I think she pinned the murder of uh, the husband she tried to pin it on the brother that she convinced to come along but then she ended up killing her kids too because then all of a sudden they're like hey where's dad at and she's like oh zombies and just eighty six is them too. So yeah, she had a body count of three, and was partner to the the newest husband's wife's death. So it's a body count of four, buried in the like a well in the back of the dude's house. I wonder whatever came of the case too, because I saw in the videos I saw she was being charged with conspiracy to commit first degree murder and yeah. grand theft by deception. Were the official charges, and there was a there was a big hullabaloo because they um like uh the person the person on the the prosecution was like no jury is going to understand what that means yeah because she's connected with the disappearance of these two children and you're charging her with this yeah like it's it's it was it was hard to it was hard to even prove. So it was it was in the news a lot. That's what I was watching. And about it. when they originally just said like, "All right, the kids are dead. You murdered them," they didn't have the bodies of the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids had just been gone so fucking long, and she couldn't provide proof of life. But also, the authorities couldn't prove that they were dead because they didn't have any bodies. And then eventually, they found the bodies. Really? I don't remember if she got convicted. I know, I know she got tried for it. I don't remember the outcome hmm. because my memory is shit. But there was a, she shows up in fucking court for her day, 
And she looks like fucking Rob Zombie's wife in the first shitty horror movie he did. Was it House of a Thousand? This movie's fucking boring. Um, whatever. <laughs> and she just had like all her makeup like drawn. Like she oh, had, her makeup looked like <laughs> shit. <laughs> she looked awesome. She had like King Diamond like white face paint. Like the lipstick was like fucking Joker smiled. And <laughs> she had a gray streak in her hair. <laughs> She had a gray top and black pants on, which was weird because all she ever wore was like baby blue or something. Yeah. And she had highlighter on her cheekbones that was like, like so <laughs> out, like egregious the, is what I could say. The best part about the whole documentary is like when they're leading her out when cuffs hurt because then the, the dude, her husband went on trial afterwards, the living husband, the other one that killed mm-hmm. his wife. And the kid Colby, her her firstborn, and they lead her. They lead her out. He's looking at her. It's like what the fuck. And then you see him just move his gaze over to the the husband and just gives him the most fucking like vicious look I've ever seen. And you see the dude just like huh, and just like put his head down. It was <laughs> fucking hysterical. But she was a piece. All right. Well, that that brings <laughs> us to judgment time. Well, um. Uh, what do what do we think? Does she get the pass or no? Uh, Child murder is pretty up there. I mean, all right. She didn't technically kill the other dude's wife, but she knew about it. So, eh, well, I can let that slide. Her own husband. I mean, he was an innocent dude. Just got you know mixed up with a kook, but he was also one of those LDS guys. So he just would have joined the cult eventually, anyway. You know, eventually maybe you know done his own fucking hail bop Marshall Applewhite stuff going on, but so yeah, I can kind of look at that. But the thing is, the little, the youngest, the son was autistic. He could have been one of the X Men. So, and I don't abide by ridding the world of X Men. He would have been a professional gamer yeah. by now, dude, or some successful content creator, dude. Much unlike our tradesmen. Unlike our tradesmen. That we're forced to follow. Now, if these tradesmen were autistic, they would have done something cooler, like cured a disease, solved like the world's hardest math problem, and figured out how to like smash atoms together and shit without, you know, causing the zombie apocalypse and shit. So figure out, figure out time travel. Who knows what this little kid could have done? You know what I mean? So she gets an F in for, my book. For the older people that she had a hand in killing. Yeah, those titties were correct. But <laughs> for the for first off, the daughter was only sixteen. Yeah, that's fucking awful. Yes. So yeah, that's a no there. But but she killed a future X Man. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you don't do that, dude. That's the straw. You don't kill one of the fucking children of Charles Xavier and just fucking <laughs> get to walk away with it. I don't give a shit how sexy you looked with your fucking weird ass vaudeville makeup in court. Yeah, so yeah, that's another just no from me. I just realized something. The homework thing, I did mine. You didn't do yours. Yes, I did. Oh, that's right. I didn't get into it. Uh, my homework this week, I, I'm sorry to be staggered, but my homework was Ambulet, a record called The Lottery. Yeah. Um, I loved the pace, like the tempo yeah. of the songs. And the number one selling point of the band was the singer. Yeah, she's great. Really good singer. She has a killer, like, she has great vocal control. Mm-hmm. But, like, the droney, like, lead, like, like the deedle, like. 
the, the lead heavy guitars are not my favorite style. They're very minimalist. Yes. Yeah. Like the found. Like I need a riff. I hear you. Like I like I. I'm, they I'm had just, that on like. There's only a five song record. Like two of the songs had like the actual riff, like so like that. But the other three, I definitely see what you're talking about. I like that if it's done right. But I can see why other people would be put off by that. Yeah. I just I just want a little more. Yeah. Out of my guitar. I'm I'm I'm. It's almost like they crafted the song around the vocals. Instead yeah. of the other way around. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not supposed to be that like they way. they did it all backwards. That one song, "When I See You." Yeah, I love that song. It made me want to slit my wrists. Yeah, that's why I like. <laughs> I like that shit. I don't know what it is, dude. I can't. I don't it's know like, what it is, man. That the, they remind me of like somber Sixpence None the Richer, but in a minor key. Damn, am I the only person that likes Sixpence None the Richer? I'm, I'm number two. I like them. Oh, fuck I tr- yeah! I tried to get my old band to cover them. Who drows? No, no. I was in a like I was in like a nice guy rock band before called Statesman. That's a fucking terrible name. Well. So why wouldn't they do it? Are they fucking clowns? Uh, just Are they I, liberal cucks? I couldn't get everybody to learn the song at the same time, but me and the bass yeah. player were like, This is a great song, we should learn it. Because we had a we had we had a girl in the band who also played violin and piano and shit yeah. and was like a legit musician. That's not all girls are good for. And she well she <laughs> Jesus Christ. She was she's one of those people who patriarchy. You can put an instrument in her hand and like play a song out loud and she'll be like and then just fucking learn it. I hate people like that. She, exactly. Hear a song twice and know how to play it. Yeah, she was one of those people. Yeah. And the singer slash guitar player was also like a highly highly talented like brought up in like gospel music like guitar player right so he had like perfect vocal pitch and like could also like hear keys and crazy shit in songs that band was legitimately great so did those two have like autistic x-men powers who's to say see so that's a definite no for Lori val because she now denied the world of an autistic x-man that could have made another great record and my Sad. my comedy homework was Ian Fidance. Oh, being Ian. Yeah. yeah. Being being Ian, it was it was it's really silly. Right. And I can tell it's early in the pod because there's no structure. Yeah, I think it's only like four or five episodes in. I think I listened to like number six or it's it's okay. it's, it's in the single digits, I think. Yeah. For sure. But like the Lenny Dykstra episode was insane. He fucking loves Dykstra. <laughs> He's, he's he's clinging to the Phillies thing, and Dykstra is just such a fucking pot, <laughs> and like that's that's just sad to see, but he fucking loves Dykstra, dude. Well, on that episode, he had the Stuff Island guys, former homework oh, yeah. assignment. I saw that, and, and uh, they were the best part. Yeah, that's all I like about those dudes. Like they're normally the best wherever they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they carry whatever mm-hmm. episode they're on. You know, n- not saying anything bad about Ian, but. Yeah, those dudes kind of take over a show. I mean, he's new at it. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Just just like stand-up. Like, we won't, but he will. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so what's what's homework for this week going to be then? Well, since I gave you something fucking really soft and Mary Sue last time, uh, I went a little heavier this week. Great. Um, the band is called, now you're going to have the list. This is a lot. Of, a lot. Cadaveric Incubator. And the album is 2017's Sermons of the Devouring Dead. Cadaveric Incubator. Now, 
the reason I fell in love with this band is first off, it's just a great death metal record. Okay. But I'm in for that. They did something that I haven't heard done in music since uh probably the late eighties. There used to be a thing like if a guitar player was just fucking just like cooking, like you know, just fucking riffing and shredding. The singers like guitar, you know, like yeah, that shit. I love those. You remember that? Well, I love a good guitar. On this out. album, the, the guitar player like goes into one of his solos and he's here guitar like that. <laughs> and I was just like, did I just fucking hear that? So I backed it up a little bit, and I was like, he definitely just fucking did that. I was like, this album's fucking fantastic. It, it legit is great for reasons other than that, but that was just like the main thing that made me like stop what You're I was like, doing right, and pay I'm in. closer I'm- attention. They have a newer album, but I prefer that one. The Do new you, one's good, but that one I just really, really like. I'll definitely listen to that. Have you, did you ever listen to that that band from Richmond, Fire and Ice? Yes. There's um like there what they have a a mem- like a guitar player in the band who's like super good at guitar. Yeah. And he did the the singer did one of those like guitar callouts. Too. Yeah. He was he said he. he before the solo kicked in, he goes, smoke it, Groder. And I was like, fuck, that is cool. Smoke it. Oh, fuck. I remember one time I went and saw uh, 25 The Life. And uh, I know it's not a very popular thing to say now, but, dude. <laughs> I fucking... I will die on the hill of how great 25 To Life is. But their guitar player's name was Fred Mesk. And... He was basically just writing Slayer songs for hardcore kids, and he's <laughs> fucking just killing it. He's great. And just like right before his one breakdown, Rick the Life, the singer, just goes, Fred Mess going to get you. Move this place, motherfuckers. And I was just like, yeah, I will. Wow. And I did. <laughs> so, yeah. That is, a, that yeah. is a great mosh call. Yeah. But, yeah, this is like one of those things. Like I have expected him to then take his microphone and like put it up for the guitar. <laughs> like they used to do that dumb shit like because that's how guitars work you know oh fuck that shit apparently like, just bringing that shit back but um and as far i'm not gonna give you a podcast this week it's just more honestly i'm gonna give you two things one i know you've already listened to it but i want everybody who listens to this to go watch the special and it's a special by a comedian named namesh patel called thank, thank you. you china thank you china i literally watched it two days ago it, and I'm going to watch it again just for homework's sake. It's one of the few specials that I rewatch regularly. And another one is one I just found accidentally by watching an, an older episode of, uh, uh, you know what, dude, uh, Bob Kelly's podcast. And um, it was this guy I'd never heard of. His name's K.P. Burke. I know that name. And, I don't know why, but I know it. And he has a special. It's a real bare bones special, but it's on YouTube. It's called Escape from Jacksonville. Okay. I like the sound of that. I would love to be away from Jacksonville. And he was just like a a guy I'd never heard of. And I listened to him on the podcast. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty, pretty clever. He's pretty funny. And so I dialed in the fucking special up on YouTube and I was fucking cracking up, dude. It was really good. Yeah. But both of those specials are on YouTube. So do, yes. you, do yourself a favor and watch those for free because they're both fucking hilarious. Yeah. Great recommendation. So I've got I've got homework for you too. Oh then. boy! So uh, music wise, I have a hardcore record called "Human Work" by Warren. Okay, as long as it has a t- a title, because I hate when bands have names like that, like just one word names. 
and then you like try to search it, and there's like 40 bands called that, and it's like Warren is fucking sweet. Oh yeah, uh, what, what type of hardcore is it? It's just, it's 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 like, it's a step above straightforward. Like it's it's heavier than straightforward. Right. And the singer Dan, like it like first of all he's like an OG. He 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 was like an OG Drows homie, and like we pl- like we played mad shows with them. Brag. And this, like when they put this record out, right. I was like, fuck, this is good. And ever since they have not stopped like doing shit. So that the. Human work is a perfect human work okay. is, a, is a perfect. You'll like, text to me later, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then comedy wise, uh, this goes for everybody. Check out JP McDade. JP McDade, yeah, not familiar with him. He's fucking hilarious. He featured for Sam Morill this one time. I saw Sam in Baltimore and he featured for. Oh, he featured for Stavi too when I okay. saw Stavi at. at uh, so is he Philly. a Baltimore guy? No, he's a Philly guy. Okay, he's f- so fucking huh. funny. I, I think he moved to New York by now, but um, he came up at Helium. I'm pretty sure. I think it's funny. A lot of like the Philadelphia area comedians, like you'd expect that are just like would start moving up to New York. A lot of them are staying put, and yeah. they're kind of like. It's good. There's enough of them that have stayed put that they're actually putting together like almost like a Philly crew. Yeah, it's great. Of great comedians. Like there's a lot of great pods and great comedians out of Philadelphia now making it. Well, it's not, you know, on par with what's going on in New York or like Los Angeles or whatever or Austin even, but it's a contender. It's it's definitely a better comedy than, city. Yeah. I mean, maybe they need a couple more clubs, you know. Yeah, I, I would but. I would I would like going to more th- I would like to be able to go to more than just Punchline or Helium. Yeah. I love that club, but still. Right. Just so much to have more options than that. So JP McDay, does he have a special out, or does he just, so mm. just look up his clips and shit? Look up. Um, his clips are on his Instagram. His Instagram is Baby. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he posts clips. Not not a hell of a whole lot, which I also like. Right. And I've just I've seen him on stage twice, maybe even three times by now. It's so funny. You don't it's like so it when people man. post a lot of clips? I like it, but I think like some like, people are punishers. Yeah. Yes. If if you're pu- if you're punishing with it, yeah. Stop. Yeah. But but if you're really 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 funny, like Phil Hanley, like I I don't mind <laughs> I fucking love Phil. Hanley. I never mind seeing a Phil Hanley clip up. Yeah. No, JP McDade. That's my okay recommendation. I'll check him out. Oh, speaking of Phil Hanley, he's got a special coming out uh, two days from now. That's right. Called Ooh La La. Now, when when this episode comes out, it will be out. I'm it will be sure. out. So shit, there's a lot of stuff for these people to do. Yeah, all, go go yuck it up. All twelve of you. We appreciate all twelve of you too. It's true. I'm, I'm glad people are listening. To Except this show. for people that give me shit for making fun of motorcycles. <laughs> You're corny, and I hope every listening device you have fucking falls into a bowl of soup. <laughs> Seriously, stop listening. That's a, that's a great place to wrap it up, I think. What alienating our five listeners? Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything else. Speaking of either. listeners, um, if you would love to do us a huge favor, if you're enjoying this, what we're doing, we ask one thing, and that is, if you enjoy it enough, tell your friends, tell anybody. True. Even if they tell, like, say, "Hey, fuck you," I'm not listening to that shit. Tell anyone who enjoys podcasts of fucking just rascals chopping it up 
to come check us out. It doesn't matter if it's, you just tell one person. That one person matters. Just you know? one. Tell just, one person. You don't have to do any other work. Just say, hey, man, you like podcasts? Check this shit out. Send them our clips that we put up on uh, Instagram and uh, Parlor <laughs> and uh, <laughs> JDate <laughs> and all the other sites that we're on. <laughs> <laughs>